like, if they're like, I need to reschedule, I'm like, um, your vacation request has been denied. Vacation has been denied. You will still be um, attending. I expect you still show up for work. Mm -hmm. Um, thank you so much. Love you. you. I'll see you soon. Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to another episode of The Gals Guy. Welcome back. I'm Hannah. And I'm Emily. And so today, before we started recording, we actually were talking about Disney adults, yes. low-key. Um, so apparently I learned something recently, and that's kind of like why we started talking about it. <laughs> so I know um, a couple recently, they like, this was like... I think right when everything started opening back up again, mm-hmm. um, I saw them post on Instagram that they got married in front of Hogwarts. This isn't Disney, but like they got married from the Hogwarts castle. Yeah. And, and like people were like, how did you do that? And she was like, you just gotta be really quick about it. You just gotta be really quick. <laughs> they just walked up there and took a photo, did it really quick to their vows. Like, I do. I do. Peace out. Bye. <laughs> no, I know someone that's, that was there and, um, they were like taking photos and there was literally a nobody in them and they were like we feel famous <laughs> i mean low-key i mean and, <laughs> did you okay so did you know like if you want to get married in front of cinderella's castle like before like before the park opens or like after the park closes or something so like the wee hours it's gonna mm-hmm. cost you like a hundred thousand dollars i'm good a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> like even just for mickey and minnie i think to come to your wedding it's like four thousand a character how do people even have that kind of money disney adults Disney adults. Like, yeah, no, was, shame was, to, no shame to Disney mm, adults, but, like, we're no, judging but you. Who, like, bit. I mean, like, I, it's funny because you'll see them on TikTok and, you know, they've got every single pair of Mickey ears. Like, I have one. I've been to, like, I like Disney. Like, I, like I, Disney I love Disney. We like, went, I, I, mean, I really went there in 2016 it. for, yeah. like, a graduation trip from, like, college. Mm-hmm. And, and I just went. Uh, last year with some of the girls um, in my grad program. We yeah. went for a convention. It was a four-day convention. We went to one day, and then we went to Disney the rest of the days. Yeah. But Like, I, I thoroughly enjoyed Disney as... I think I enjoyed it more as an adult. Oh, 100%. Because yeah. I've... Okay, so I've gone three times now. I've only been to Disney World. I've never been to Disneyland. The first time I went, I was five years old, so I don't remember, like, anything. Mm-hmm. And I probably spent, like, most of my trip, like meeting characters yeah I think. yeah i had one of those character books oh, that yeah. they got I, signed I got, ev- yeah. I got a photo with every character that's back when characters would walk around the park yeah. too oh. and like now they don't do that mm-hmm. and then i went in middle school because my middle school orchestra um and band yeah. played in a competition which is so random it was so fun but we went there but i think that was not a good trip for me can i need me either because guess what what that was the first time i got my period oh my god that's <laughs> What's awful on my birthday <laughs> oh my god and in disney world no, i lost two hundred dollars terrible see we did i so it like, was a really fun trip someone stole my wallet like because i had a, like a little backpack as my purse and i guess someone like reached in and like stole my wallet and i lost two hundred dollars in cash that's the only cash i had on the whole trip luckily my parents were coming up uh and like instead of me going home with the school i was gonna stay and we were gonna go to a lot more vacation with our family friends yeah so luckily like they came and like my they called my teacher and like, my teacher like covered like all my meals and everything yeah, like that yeah. and like my parents just paid her back like by the time they got back so thankfully like i had a good like teacher i, just, I still don't like her a little bit because she's a little mean but um she was actually super nice in that moment that trip because like i i didn't really have friends back in middle school like low-key and 
so the girls I was rooming with, like, were just, like, mean to me and everything. Yeah. And I think we could only do, like, three people to a hotel room. And so, like, my friends that I had, like, they already chose, like, their girls, like, mm-hmm. to stay with. And I couldn't stay with them. And so, like, they made an exception for me because I told my teacher that, like, these girls were bullying me and being super mean to me. And she let me, like, go sleep in that other girl's, like, my friend's room. Like, yeah. I was like, I'll sleep on the couch. I just want to stay with my friends. Yeah. Like, yeah, no. Um, so once that happened and then like my teacher agreed to pay for my meals, it was better, but it was not a fun trip. I think my, the funnest time I've had has been when me and you just went in mm-hmm. 2016. That was a blast because yeah. I got to ride all the rides mm-hmm. and I can remember everything and we got to meet Rapunzel. Yeah. No, it was super fun. And then when I went back, um, Pandora was in Animal I'm Kingdom. I'm so jealous. The new Harry Potter ride was open too and it was so I it was so fun. I really so if I had gone to Los Angeles this year on my trip on my vacation, like with um, my classmates, we were going to go to Disneyland. Oh, um, I would love to go just to kind of see like what the differences they are. They don't have Tower of Terror, which automatically well, I do not like. I, I know, love Tower of Terror; it's one of my favorites. Um, and it's only one park in comparison to like all the different mm-hmm. um, kingdoms, which I like about Disney World more. So that's like a little side bit I about. I, I really want to go back. I want to take my boyfriend. <laughs> He's only been one time, like when he was five. Like I want to eat around the world, drink around the world, and like oh, yeah. go okay. to Animal Kingdom. Like I know he would love it. So we just waiting for like a good time to go me back. Me and you wanted to eat around the world in Epcot, but I think it was like ninety degrees, and we it was just, so like, hot. yeah. We're like no, yeah, we can't, yeah, we can't. When we went in November, that was like the perfect time. It was the week before oh, Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and so like when we went to Universal and Islands of Adventure, like we didn't wait for anything. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, when we went, I mean, me and you went, I think there were times that we would go after dinner, mm-hmm. get nighttime and like, we, it was a lot more comfortable yeah. and everything. This was back at the time when I thought I wanted to be a Disney princess. Um, I wanted Same. To, we were like looking into it. Like I literally wanted to audition like, to, I wanted be to be Rapunzel. Bill. I still would love to be Bill. Yeah, but you need five, but six. it's too hot. You gotta be five, six. Bill. I can grow two and a half inches. <laughs> Since I've been this height, Merida. Everybody's like, you should be Merida. I'm like, I ain't talking in a Scottish accent all day. I can't do that. I can't do that. Um, The only people I could be is Tinkerbell and Rapunzel because they're short. Mm. Oh, maybe Anna. Maybe Princess Anna. Mm -hmm. That's about it. It's just not in the cards for us. No, that's okay. We live vicariously through them. It's okay. I only wanted to be the Belle in the Beauty and the Beast play at Hollywood Studios. You didn't want to be Belle that walked around? Mm-mm. Why not? Because I wanted to perform and sing. Oh, I mean, yeah. it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because... Because I love that show. Yeah. I mean, that's like my favorite thing to do when we go to that park, but... That's our little... That's um, our little story time. <laughs> <laughs> we just started going on this rant, and we thought like, hey, why not just record it? Um, what else has happened to me this week? Oh, I greenlit my own film. My own film. So I not only my. So you're in charge of everything. Yeah. So I'm writing it, and I was originally writing it because I wanted to act in something because I hadn't acted anything like all year, and like I just got that kind of like like that twitch just to like I really miss like acting a little bit, and it was a story that's really personal to me. And I originally was like, oh, I'd rather act in it than direct it because directing yourself is hard. 
um, and I just really wanted to act in it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I would be fine with relinquishing control and letting somebody else direct it. But with everything that's going on right now and all my friends who I would trust to direct it, none of them, like, have the time right now because they're all trying to direct their own things. So uh, my other lead actor is the actor. Oh, <laughs> well. How funny. Um, he, like, encouraged me to directed as well yeah so that is my plan and obviously we're going through with everything it's like with covid precautions and everything like that i kind of wrote it with the covid restrictions in mind so it's like a two locations so it's only two people starring in it so it's going to be really i think a minimum um it's a minimum set it's a minimum cast um it's a love story that's also a breakup story. I'm not going to really go into too much detail about it as of right now, just because I want to see everything kind of go through it. I'm not even finished with the script yet. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to rush to production in December, so... You can do it! I would not be doing it without the people who are supporting me behind yeah. it. Um, because this was never something that I thought about even doing. I was like, there's other things I need to concentrate on more as far mm-hmm. as my career. Like, I need to write another pilot. Um, I need to do another spec script. Like, there's so many other things that I been trying to focus on but like i don't know there's a reason that i haven't wrote that stuff yet and i don't know what it is there's just something in my brain it's just like uh-huh, i don't know mm-hmm. um and i just had a lot of people who have backed me up on this project that are like no like this needs to happen like i fully support this i want to be a part of it so yeah um yeah that's going off of that i had a really good talk with my producer yes um so sad news my music probably won't be out in 2020 however i think i really just needed to take this entire year to create and write and work on really finding my sound for this ep um so we have discussed um releasing first single in january of 2021 which i think is smart with the holidays coming up and with only two out of the four songs being complete like there's no point in trying to no, rush, it. rush it and yeah. there's a lot that I feel like I need to do as far as like marketing and branding and photo shoots yeah. and that sort of stuff. So it gives me an extra bit of time. So all of the times that I've been like, it's coming out in 2020. No, yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. The so. only reason I'm rushing my film to production is because I'm moving in the new year. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, much easier. But production to, is different than like releasing something yeah. in the middle of Yeah, because Christmas. I'm going to produce it. We're yeah. going to go through production with it mm-hmm. and then um, th- I can take as long as I want to edit it. Exactly. And I'll have my editor and... And you don't have to be here in North Carolina to do exactly. all of that. And if I choose the editor that I really want, she's based in LA already, so yeah. it's perfect. Um, the cinematographer that I really want, like I'm begging him to do it and he is considering it um, if everything works out and scheduling. Like he is based in Los Angeles as well. Like mm-hmm. I told him like I would help fly him in yeah. um, to North Carolina to get a shot and everything just because I love his aesthetic and everything. Um, yeah, the only reason I'm rushing it is because uh, it's a short film, so it's not too long. Mm-hmm. I know I can do it if I yeah. like, concentrate on it because I know what I'm capable of as far as my writing. And since I'm directing it, it's a lot easier, to, I think, to write a script when you're directing it because as far as like translating like what my intentions are and what I'm trying to say, it's easier just to... I don't have to, like, make it, like, crystal clear, I guess you could say. I don't know. It's a lazy way of saying that, but... And I know there's so many people in this area who are dying to get on a set and film something just because a lot of stuff has been canceled, and it's mm-hmm. a lot easier to do a short film in North Carolina than it is in Los Angeles, and... um it's a lot cheaper too. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> well, that's all exciting. But if everything goes according to plan and it gets shot and all that stuff, um, and when it's released, uh, you guys will definitely know about it. And 
I don't know how we're going to release it yet. I mean, it's definitely something that we would love to consider for festivals and everything. But yeah, the who knows? The Gauss Scouts get a, like a a first sneak peek at everything. I know, which is kind of fun. It's exciting. Huh? Well, and it kind of keeps us like accountable to like follow oh, absolutely. through. That's why I've been telling everybody. <laughs> have I finished the script yet? No. But have I got my first assistant director, a producer, a lead actor, a cinematographer? Yes. Because mm-hmm. somebody will hold me accountable. I've all, I told them, I was like, I will have a, um, I will have a fully revised script to you by the end of this month. Like you got to have a deadline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if I put that deadline out there and I work on it every single day, which I have, like it will happen and I can have a first draft done in a couple of weeks. I can go through a second draft. I can get revisions done and everything. So I rushed to production in much shorter time and that was my first ever production I did and everything went smoothly. I think there's things I learned from that mistake that I have now I'm taking into this and it's because I'm in control of the kind of situation since mm-hmm. I'm the director. Yep. I know what to fix. I know what's going to be a lot better and just I'm not the kind of director where I had to be the smartest person in the room. I'm hiring these people to be in my film because they are smarter than me and I don't have to sit there and micromanage all of their jobs. Mm -hmm. I'm hiring them to make my job easier. Yeah, exactly. Uh, And I don't like directors that don't do that. It's like, why are you hiring these people? Like, I literally, like, as a, it's not my first, I'm not a first time director, but I mean, this scale I kind of am of where I'm writing it, acting and directing. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, I'm hiring people who I know that can make my job easier and allow me to just solely focus on one creative vision with it. So super exciting things happening. Yeah, it's a I I like staying busy though. Like yeah, I well, know and I feel like says, right like, now you need every, to relax. Yeah, everybody needs something right now to yeah. stay busy. Yeah, I know some people always say like you know it's not good to stay busy. Like you need to relax every now and then. I have relaxed all year. <laughs> Well, I was going to say too, like, I feel like you pick and choose like when you're going to relax. Like yeah. I battle with like my mental health, like over the summer. I don't, I think it's like opposite seasonal depression where everybody gets depressed during the winter. I usually get like really down in the summer yeah. and I'm just not motivated to really try anything because everybody else is like, oh, I'm going to go vacation. It's just like fun for the time. I'm like, I don't have anything. Like, I feel like I'm striving for. Yeah. And I remember when I first graduated from undergrad, kind of struggled with that a little bit because I didn't know what I was doing with my life. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I don't want that. I need to get back into a routine. That's why I was like school because I had a routine. That's why I like working because there's a semblance of a routine and it gives me a sense of purpose and I strive to do harder and do better. So I've been really adamant in trying to stick to that. Yeah. So well, that's awesome. We shall see how everything goes. Uh, and we'd love to hear what you guys think of all that we're working on. And if you guys want to hear more about this, let us know. We'll be happy to share. We uh, just wanted to, like, put it out there because yeah. uh, you guys probably are curious. So that's what's going on in our lives. As far as, like, captivations of the week, I have a new exciting one. Okay. I'm really excited to talk to you guys about. It just launched this week. Uh, it is Rare Beauty. <gasps> I, not a sponsor, although Selena Gomez, if you want to sponsor us, like please hit us up, Selena. We'll take that. I'll look. I'll keep an eye open for Selena. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am obsessed with her beauty line, you guys. It's amazing. I have tried everything out myself, and it is one of the most impressive lines I've seen launched in recent months. I have gone through. It's kind of like I don't know, just like 
I haven't been excited about a lot of makeup recently and you're talking to someone who's a beauty obsessed. Like I love makeup. I used to make beauty YouTube videos and everything. And Mm -hmm. I haven't really been like so pumped for a makeup release in a very long time. And her brand, the aesthetic of it, the colors, everything about it, it's really motivating. And actually, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, 1% of all her sales go to uh, funding mental health awareness. Oh, wow. That's really cool. She really wanted to make sure that she was going to impact the created the rare beauty impact fund something like that yeah um just to bring awareness to mental health and helping to raise money to um just help everything out with yeah. it yeah so i love that's that. really cool all of her packaging is beautiful all of the names of all the like shades and all the products like have really like just uplifting vibes and names um which i think is really great i actually have her cream blush sitting on my desk over there i love the cream it's blushes so pretty like if you like glossier you'll love her beauty brand mm-hmm. that's it's so similar the foundation feels like silk um her eyeliner apparently it's like her favorite product if you liked the kat von d tattoo liner but you don't want to support kat von d i totally understand because i don't either uh it's super similar um, same brush cool. tip applicator and everything. And, and you said it's already launched? Yeah, it's already out. Yeah, it So when I go to Sephora tomorrow, I'm going to look for it. Yeah, <laughs> definitely check it out for Yay. sure. How exciting. But yeah, what uh, about you? What's your captivation been? My captivation's kind of weird, but... Okay, I'm here. So there's this TikTok trend going around where all of these big musicians are doing these like songwriting challenges. So like Megan Trainor's done one, Charlie Puth has done a ton and Andy Grammer has done a ton. And Andy Grammer was actually on the Today Show today showing like two of the people that duetted him. And so I've just been doing them for fun. I mean, also like if they want to like reach out to me, you know, like that's cool too, but it's been really like pushing me to write yeah. Uh, like every day, Good. which is cool because, well, I'm not every day, but like over the past two weeks, there's been a couple, um, and a lot of them are like fast. And so I'm like having to come up with these things. And I think yes. it's just like kind of making me like learn how to be like more specific with my writing. Whereas sometimes I'm a little bit too abstract and then it doesn't really have like a central meaning. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um, because it's only like it's only like sixty seconds, yeah, so you, you have to get one, your point across. You did one the other day with uh, Andy Grammer's music that was really good. I really liked that one a lot. I thought it was really neat. Yeah, um, and so I've just been trying to like like one of them I did today. I played around with some lyrics I had already written. The other one of Andy's I like wrote on the spot. Like I've really been just like writing them in like ten minutes and then doing the TikTok. So like I I'm mean, trying to push myself to like write yeah. more. Um, but I think it's really cool and it's been really cool to find other artists on TikTok through like if you click the sound you can mm-hmm. like go through and see who all's done it that's so awesome. yeah so that's that's been really cool and i think it's cool that like big names are like doing that sh- doing that and like showing off yeah. like other people yeah um so, i mean yeah. you know i know they always tell me as like a writer like the you should be doing is writing every single day it's so it's so hard. hard because i'm like i have no idea what to write about but like even with these i'm like oh i don't really know what to do and then i listen to it a couple of times and then i'm like oh i could talk about this and then you just kind of create like a yeah. little story yeah so we're gonna go ahead and do some housekeeping so make sure you guys are following us on our social media platforms my instagram is at hannah nicole adams and i'm emily elise that is a-l-e-e-c-e and then the podcast instagram is at the gals guide pod also make sure you're following us both on the TikTok. The TikTok. The TikTok. My TikTok is Hannah N. Adams. I can never <laughs> remember that. Like, to save my life. What's yours? Emily dot Elise. Ooh, I, I like that little dot. 
I think it was because I made an account with Emily Elise as like the at and I forgot forgot it. Yeah. Oh, that's frustrating. (laughs) Also, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. If you do that, I promise you you will get a shout out on our Instagram story on the next episode. So rate, review, subscribe. And you can follow us on TikTok. I mean (laughs) (laughs) I mean like (laughs) Hannah really wants you to follow us on TikTok, honestly. And you can follow us on Spotify. Yes. <laughs> Why keep yes. going to TikTok? We have uh, we've been growing in Spotify followers. So yeah, make sure yeah. you guys are following us on. I know some people don't like Apple Podcasts or whatever. I prefer podcasts on Apple and music on Spotify. Literally we're on every podcast platform, mm-hmm. bitches. Just hit that subscribe. If you can rate yes. us, give us that five stars, baby. Review us. Get your mom to review us. Text our podcast to your mom, your aunt, your grandma, your brother, your boyfriend, your boyfriend's mom. Like, <laughs> just a lot of texting. Text everyone. Share it in your Zoom classes. Like, just put it in the chat. Share it with your professors. I'll, you know, I'll talk to your professor, see if I can get you an A in your class. Like, <laughs> don't make too many promises you can't keep. <laughs> hey, hey, I, hey, I'm trying whatever it takes to get us on the those iTunes charts. That would be a dream. Yes. Um, If you want to receive extra credit as a gal scout, though, (laughs) do all of that. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You'll get a gold sticker for the day. (laughs) You'll get a little badge. (laughs) You'll get a little badge. Oh, my God. (laughs) So cute. Alrighty, guys. So today's episode, we are talking about raising your standards. Yes, queen. I am sick and tired of you bitches. Letting these doormat men walk all over you. Like, why? Like, the, why do why? we let it happen? The bar is so low. Oh, my God. And I am coming to you as a former nice girl. Now, bitch. <laughs> we, are no, we are no longer nice. <laughs> I come to you in your time of need. To help lift you up off of that doormat, you are no yes. longer. <laughs> I feel like we're in church. Hallelujah. <laughs> Listen, Lee, I come to you. <laughs> I love it. I come to you to lift you up, sister. <laughs> Fellow gal. <laughs> Fellow gals. Let's get it. Come on. So so many people i maybe get maybe it's just my tiktok i don't know no because it's like starting to seep into mine and i'm in a committed relationship but so i'm a little confused but i think it's because i love um ally yost yes and which she, ally ally come on girl like girl if y'all can spam her instagram y'all can spam her like, tiktok we trying to get her on this we're podcast trying to get her because she's so funny and she speaks the truth man yes um but there has been this book has been all over the tiktok uh, what is this book? I've had it for a while now. I had it like since like 2014 after I got um, rejected by the love of my life. I bought this book. Okay. To help um, figure out why he did not like me. Um, because a book is going to tell you. <laughs> I was desperate, Hannah. Okay. It was college boy. Oh, um, okay. Okay. It was the love of my life. I thought I wanted to marry him and I was just not getting anything in return and i just didn't understand why and it's because i was a doormat the book was why men love bitches oh Um, yes i've heard about this book yeah my hairstylist at the time told me to get it (laughs) oh look at that support i love it she told me originally get why men marry 
bitches. Okay, we're not at marriage yet. <laughs> I was like, bitch, I'm 21 years old. I just like, need somebody to love me first. <laughs> right? <laughs> then we'll talk about marriage. Um, and I read it, and at the time, I feel like the advice was radical to me. And now looking back, I, I'm reading it again, and I'm like, wait, this is common sense to me. Oh, yes. Um, Maybe at the time wasn't At the so time, much. I was a doormat. I was a nice girl. I let men walk over me. This is also in 2019 that I did the same thing, um, but we're not going to talk about that. That was before this podcast. I'm now a now new wise, and reformed bitch. A wise um, woman. <laughs> and I come to you with this Bible. That's like the TikTok that's like, oh, she passed away. Hey. Oh, she passed away. Oh. Oh. You need to do that. That's I so funny. To, honestly. <laughs> I, I used to be a simp. And okay, can you I just please l- explain to me? <laughs> Because, no, because, like, legit, I'm pretty sure I figured out what that meant, and then I forgot. What is it? So, it just, a simp is just somebody, like, you just, like, I was to say, you just simp for them. I'm like, what, what? Like, you just, like, like, you'll do, like, you are a simp for your boyfriend. Like, sometimes. Y'all both simp for each other. Like, you just do, would do anything for oh, them. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I think it, and it just, has a negative connotation? Question mark. Straight men have given a negative connotation for go- for other straight men that are, like, simps to, like, women. It's like... Oh. So, like, like they would, they, like, pick, relinquish on, they their would power. pick on my boyfriend. Yeah. Like, they, like, relinquish, like, they're, like, they don't have... They don't... So, like, I, th- I feel like what it means is, like, men, like... So, beta men... Okay. Who think they're alphas mm-hmm. um, make fun of actual alpha men because they will do anything for their girl. Oh, that's sad. Like, like because as we're talking about today, a true alpha man will do any standards for your men. Yeah, a true alpha man will do anything for his girl. Mm-hmm. Like as long as the queen is happy, he's happy, kind of thing. That's yeah. how it always is. And it's the beta men who think they're alphas, but they ain't really alphas. They betas. Um, they're like, oh man, like we don't sit for no bitches, like stuff like that. I'm like, bye. Um, you ain't got then none. You are never ever gonna get bitches. Like. <laughs> Okay. Like, okay. Now, you, now I'm following because yeah. I was so confused. I kept seeing that, and I was like, I don't know what this means. What's yeah. this lingo? <laughs> yeah, it just means like you would like, like, like guys who like cook dinner for their girl and like do all this thing and like buy their girls all this stuff. They're quote unquote simp's. I was a simp. Simp away. I was a simp I say. for the doctor when I should not have been because he I, I was out of his league. Mm-hmm. So like, well, he, he didn't deserve that. Yeah. He should have been a simp for me, but regardless, that was a dark time. That's when I was a nice girl. So yes, nice now girl we're no back. longer, we're not nice. She's dead. Anyways, such Anyways. a side tangent, but, but but the listeners might need to know what that meant, too. <laughs> no, absolutely. They might know. They absolutely. probably do. I'm just not Gen's, cool. My Gen Z listeners probably know exactly what it is and probably could describe it a lot better than I can. I'm sorry. I'm millennial. Yeah, we're millennials here. <laughs> I'm trying I'm, my best to I learn the language. I barely even know what's happening. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> I'm trying to learn the Gen Z language. I'm trying to seem hip and cool we just because be... I date them. So, like, I feel like yeah. I got to keep up with the lingo. Like, I date Gen Zs. I feel yes. like I got to keep up with the lingo. Absolutely. I mean, that's, yeah. 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 Exactly. I mean, I think the, act, the actor is a Gen Z because he was born in 97. Mm-hmm. He's 22 and 27. <gasps> that is some years. <laughs> 
y'all, Loki, she asked Alexa how many how many years difference that was, and I was like, can you not subtract? Look, I haven't done, I haven't taken a math class since 2011. Okay, back off. It's okay. It's fine. We all have those days. Today, today was the day. Today was the day. We've been honestly. trying to record this episode since 1, 1. p.m. Yes. It is 9 p.m. It's okay. Here we but are. But all this being said, I think women as a collective are going through an awakening and we're learning that we need to raise our standards. Mm-hmm. This is something that's been need to happen. And I want to thank uh, Megan the Stallion, uh, Doja Cat, uh, Cardi B, Beyonce. Beyonce's birthday is today. Happy birthday, Bay. <laughs> uh, I would like to thank those beautiful women for teaching us that we need to raise our standards honestly i think savage i think their music has like done its whole awakening on like female culture and everything it's like yes like empowering and i'm here for it this is a great time i think to be a woman and i think we're just getting better uh but we need to raise our standards ladies and i definitely think that some of the advice that is in this book is good and we're kind of going to break it down for you how to basically like how you need to have higher standards and everything because it doesn't mean you're high maintenance. Mm-mm. That's the first thing I want to get out there quick. Yeah. Being a bitch is not a bad thing. I think taking back that like title and like being like a head bitch in charge kind of thing. I've heard people say that. Um, it doesn't mean that you're mean or anything. It just means that you don't tolerate people's bullshit basically. And it doesn't mean like you have a big ego, but you have a higher level of your self respect. You know what you deserve. And when you believe that and when you accept that, that is when you truly become yourself and that you can take on anything in the world, I think. Yeah. And like when you set that bar for yourself really, really high, then that's how other people like should be treating you. And that kind of determines how they're going to treat you. If you have a low bar for your own self, Mm -hmm. then people are going to just stay at that and not treat you any better. So you have to raise your own bar and your own standards for yourself before you can expect anybody else to give you that. And when you do that, you can't back out on it. You You can't go back on your word. Yeah. Like don't like set this high bar and then like, just like flake out on it because then no one, especially men are never going to take you seriously. Um, and they're going to think they can do whatever they want and walk all over you. And it's how you treat your, like it's how people are going to treat you. Mm -hmm. And I saw this TikTok and like, I low key thought it was just me because I'm a Leo and, um, (laughs) you know, (laughs) self-assessed and this TikTok, this girl was like, everybody was asked like how I got my confidence. And I just started believing that like every girl on the street just wanted to be me and every guy on the street just wanted to date me i just started believing that mm-hmm. and like i was like oh i've been doing that I've for years been done like that, girl <laughs> i've been doing that i thought it was just because i was a leo <laughs> no no i definitely think that's like super important and like i think when you raise your standards like each time you have to make sure that you like don't give in to other people's excuses yes because i feel like a lot of times people will try to lower your bar by giving you like excuses um especially men they're gonna see how far they can test you they're gonna see how far they're gonna see your weak spot and see how far they can push it and what you're going to allow them yes to do yeah Mm -hmm. um for example uh with the doctor love that he's a recurring character in my life and all these stories it's fine i learned my biggest lessons from him though truly did but like for example 
told him that I don't do non-committal relationships. Don't like to put, I like labels, stuff like that. He was like, nah, bitch, I ain't into that. And I like kept dating him. Like mm-hmm. I took back my, like he re- took my power from me yeah. in that way. Like I allowed him to do that. Yeah. Like you set a boundary and then you kind of like, I just like buried it. it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, because I was a nice girl. I was a doormat. And I ain't that bitch anymore. If a boy tells me I ain't in the commitment, I'm like, bye. <laughs> like, goodbye. Yeah, because it's not, I mean, you know, you know how, you know how it ends. Oh, yeah. So, it never ends well. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, why, why would I even do that to myself yeah. again? And I'm not trying to be mean. Although the episodes, I feel like I am the meanest seem to be like our best episodes. So, well, you just speak you know. from a place of passion. So. Yeah. And I, I come to you as like a big sister, I think, yeah. in a way. That's how like I kind of like feel like I treat it in a way. Um, but by like raising your standards, you just are giving yourself an opportunity to learn and like continue to grow. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like if that means you have to let people go from your life, then that's good. They're only holding you back. Mm-hmm. It's important to surround yourself with people who will help you grow by inspiring you to be better. Your circle should include people who respect you and like accept you and like want to see you accomplish things. They shouldn't put you down because you're doing better than them. Like that's a shitty fucking person. Yeah. And especially like men, like if you're dating somebody who like doesn't like want to see you succeed, like if you're like it's alpha woman and like you're conquering, you're doing all these things, like that guy should be able to lift you up and support you and stand by you, not try to push you down off your pedestal um, because he doesn't like the fact that you're doing better than him. He needs to get over his fucking fragile ass ego that his mother ruined um, and uh, just level the fuck up. Yeah, no, seriously. That I think, like, too, I think you really have to, like, think about what standards are going to improve your own life. Like, you have to put yourself first ultimately, which I know we've said on the podcast a ton of times. But I think when you're thinking about, like, okay, well, like, I need to raise my standards to make my life better. I think it's important to like maybe not think about the like societal standards or like what standards you should have. Yeah. But I think you need to kind of choose your own standards depending on your own life. Like I feel like everybody's standards are a little bit different. Yeah. But you got to make the whole goal is to make your life better and to and to not be in this like negative space and have these people putting you down for no good reason. And if you're worried like, oh, Emily, like he's not going to ever want to be with me. Okay, then bye. He's not your person. (laughs) Good then. Yeah. That's a good thing. Like I know I know you think that he has abs of Zac Efron and that, you know, he has the voice of Penn Badgley. I don't fucking know. (laughs) I was like, where are we going? (laughs) I know you think that he is a god and that, you know, I'm first off, God is a woman. Second of all, um, (laughs) yeah, sorry. Thank you. (laughs) But I know you think that he's amazing and that he's the one. But if he's not leveling up to you, then he ain't it, sis. Uh, Because if he is making you feel like you had to bend over backwards in order to be with you like no that's not how it goes well and if it's happening like a couple months into the relationship imagine being with this person for like 10 11 years like i know you said standards are different for everybody yeah. like for me for instance like i don't like when guys like make plans like that day like if you want to see me like yep. you should make a plan like at least a date advance mm-hmm. and i know there's some girls out there they're like that's no, fine like, like i'm I don't flexible mind. i don't mind yeah, i make like, plans my schedule's like, all over yeah, the place yeah. like that's fine i'm like cool like that's fine for you but my schedule is all over the place i need to have a it needs to be in my google calendar yes exactly like i had to pencil you in and it also just makes me feel like a priority 
like if you're just like hey come over like right now or hey come over like in a couple hours like i don't feel like a priority i feel like i'm last minute like all your other plans canceled and you're bored you just want something to do you just want me to entertain you i'm not your entertainment um so therefore if you do care about me and you do want to see me you will make an effort you will pencil me in and you will not ask me on a date via snapchat no i the only reason i still have the snapchat app is because i like some of the filters because bryant uh he doesn't have all his filters on on instagram on instagram Mm -hmm. they're all on snapchat so um shout out to bryant to get all your filters on instagram and then i will delete the snapchat app but other than that like i don't add men i don't add anybody else on it like who's on there is who is gonna be on there yeah i don't honestly to be completely honest i don't even know how to use that app correctly like i don't use it really anymore honestly you, like you're need, the only person i, I talk gone. to on it. like my ex's mom is still on there and i don't know how to get her off <laughs> oh my god i will help you after we get done with this i'll help okay, you perfect. <laughs> I'm like, this is not good for me. <laughs> no, no. I, yeah. So, Bryant, please move all your filters over to Instagram and then we can talk. <laughs> no, but I think that's important. Like, I, like you said, like, that might not be a standard for somebody, but you just kind of have to, I think you just have to figure out, like, what you need in order to be happy. Yeah. Like, some girls, some girls don't mind it if they are not texting, like, a boy, like, every single day. But for me, and this is something that I've learned that I need to be more vocal about, and I have been doing that a lot more recently with guys, and I think I've gotten a little bit better. You've seen it firsthand. Mm -hmm. I've been telling you about it more. Where, like, I, like, yeah, like, I want you to text me every day. Like, at least once a day. Like, I need you to text me, like, once a day. And this was something that, like, I learned, like, (laughs) because I was so much of a nice girl and a doormat that like i was just so codependent and that i was more worried about making them happy it's like no fine like if it's gonna bother you like it's totally fine it's like no like it's bothering me more that um this is not what i'm not receiving what i deserve Mm -hmm. and i don't care if you think it sounds needy i'm not asking you to fucking call me every day i'm not asking you to facetime me every day i'm asking you to literally text me and that's too much of work for you then you're not my person like, it's mm-hmm. literally, like, takes, like, a couple seconds out of your day just to ask how my day is and for you to ask me about, like, what I'm doing. Like, you want to sit there and tell me what you fucking eat for breakfast. I don't give a shit about the granola you're having. She only cares about my breakfast. Thanks. <laughs> this is true. Like, I literally do not care, like, what, like, your, like, diet routine is, like, how your workout at the gym was going. But I do want to hear from you mm-hmm. every single day. Well, for me, I'm very much the same in that. Like, I like it shows me that you care. Yeah. And it shows me that I'm on your mind. And it shows me that you, like, want to share parts of your day. Well, like, like, if my boyfriend did not text me every day, oh, yeah. I would have a huge issue with that. Well, and that's like- just... That's just how I'm, how I am, how I'm wired. Words of affirmation is like my huge love language. So that communication is key for me. That's one reason why, like, I know I said we would redact like every story about the actor, but like it's a good example. He's a good example. He's going to be here for um for a good time and a long time. Long time? Is that that phrase? We're still into those lives. Whatever. We're we're here. He's He's still in my life. Like I've still not met him hopefully soon uh, you never know man you <laughs> we'll never know see. you never know he's in this film so you never know but this is i true. mean i'm gonna crash it he was one person who i like to put as a good example of communication because he did a lot of it like to, to the point like i'm not bashing him but like he texts me every single day he would facetime me every single day the most awkward times so i'm like i'm sitting there like doing my makeup getting ready and he's like over here like okay so i had this new idea and i'm like okay, okay. like i was he just talked to me as so like i'm putting on my foundation it's fine like yeah. no judgment i was like i'm listening like i'm here like tell me about it and i like i appreciated that i felt appreciated and i'm not saying that somebody has to facetime me every single day but that communication like i just feel 
like I, I just feel appreciated in that yeah. way. And if you're not somebody who can give me that, then I want nothing to do with you. Oh yeah. I mean, there's been yeah. other guys I've dated that just don't do that, and I'm just like, look, I get it that you like having in person conversations and that you don't want to reveal everything over text message to the point to where we have nothing to talk about in person. But if we have nothing to talk about in person because of that, then we have nothing in common, and you're not my person. Because the clear example is that somebody I've people I've dated who I've talked to every single day, we could talk every day, have nothing to run out of conversation about, and then we see each other in person, and it's still just as great. Mm-hmm. Like that's somebody I'm vibing with. That's somebody who I'm supposed to be around. Yeah, um, definitely. So I guess like you're probably like wondering like what does raising your standards look like really and i think there's a couple different examples and there's some in this book that i actually want to mention as well but one of the first things i do want to say is so for example the nice girl will often appear easily impressed i like to reference back to the doctor um on my birthday last year um this is before he dumped me uh <laughs> he gave me a like poster of uh roman holiday which is one of my favorite movies starring audrey hepburn and he gave me this really beautiful like poster for it for my birthday and i was like oh my god you listened and he gave me like this stupid ugly necklace i had my name on it and it like was really bad y'all it was, it was not so cute. bad i was like she was like i feel like i have to wear it <laughs> One, it's silver, <laughs> bitch. I wear gold jewelry all the time. It was silver. My like, boyfriend was like, Do you even wear silver? And I said, Sometimes. Like, and I was I like, all, Wow, you paid attention. All I wear is gold. Yeah, you do only wear gold. I, I don't, don't know if I've ever seen you in silver. It doesn't look good on me. I like I like gold. I like gold too. And I was just like, mm, You really only got this because it said Emily. Um that's not much thought. But on the holiday thing, I was like, oh my god, like, you listened. And I was like, wow, I talk about this movie so much. Like, anybody would fucking know that I like this film. Like, it was such bare minimum. Yeah. Such bare minimum. And I was easily impressed because I was a nice girl. I was a doormat. A bitch, however, is not going to do that. So a nice girl is going to make her desire, like, to have a relationship way too obvious, which is going to often invite mistreatment. Exhibit A with the doctor. Like, I came off, I feel like, as desperate at some times for that commitment. I was like, literally, just call me your fucking girlfriend. And that only just invites him to not want to do that anymore. And so by, like, establishing, like, if I establish, like, two months, one month in, like, like, hey, like, I'm looking for a relationship. If you're not into that, then, like, let me know and I'm out. Um, But he was also a narcissist. So, you know, who knows how that would have actually gone if I'd done that. But I've done it in other relationships where this person, like, it's super early on and, like, you're upfront about a communication about what we want and it's worked out a lot better because I just set my standards clear for people. And if you can't level up to where I'm at, because I know how how much of a catch I am. I have been single for like way too long for me not to know how awesome that I am. Um, that if you can't level up to it, then I'm not here for it. And I think a lot of other girls need to adopt that mentality. It's much better to be alone and happy and respect yourself than to be in a shitty relationship where you are not 100% yourself and you're not happy and all you are is just, you know, you're craving something more than what you're actually being given in a way. Yeah, you're just going to be disappointed, I think, yeah. if you if you stay thinking that things are going to get better. Yeah, just because you're lonely mm-hmm. and it's not going to ever work out. So, like, one thing that I, uh, like, I pointed out with my one of my standards being, like, uh, you have to ask me out, like, in advance. Uh, one thing the book says is whether it's early or late, agree to a time the day before the scheduled date. 
if he insists on letting you know later, just tell him that your cell phone isn't working, your pager won't be on, which is how old this book is. I know. Your pager won't be on. (laughs) Or you can't take personal calls at work. If he doesn't give a time, you don't have a date. And that is fully one thing that I've adopted. I don't, like, if he says I'll let you know, I'm not going to go out with you. Like, if he wants to take you out, he will make you a priority. He will find a time and it doesn't matter if it's the middle of the fucking week. Mm-hmm. He'll give you, and if he cancels, he'll give you options. Yeah. I've had that happen many times before where a guy's like had to cancel and then like, when's the next time we can meet up? Like immediately wants to reschedule. And I was like, no, I appreciate the effort. I appreciate you like figuring that out because I hate the lanky people. Like... Hannah yes, knows. we have discussed the flakiness. We I don't, don't like, like flaking people. I don't like when people it's hard, I mean, cancel. Well, and like me and you are both so incredibly busy. I mean, like trying to find a time to podcast together. Businesses. Yeah, like, we have a podcast. Like, we own our own businesses. We also are doing our own things. And as far as works, so. yeah, we are so busy. So like when we like make plans, like we have to stick to them because if we don't, or if someone cancels on you, like you have possibly maneuvered your entire schedule to like fit it in mm-hmm. and so it's like oh crap like i could have been doing x y and z mm-hmm. right now instead mm-hmm. of just like sitting here like i got ready for nothing yeah. and i think whenever That's that the thing happens that gets on my nerves whenever that happens in a relationship though too like that is really disappointing and like especially if you like get really hyped up about like seeing the person yeah. and then they cancel last minute or they like need to reschedule or they never really made it clear like what their actual plan was like you're just gonna be bummed for the rest like, of the evening I booked my wax and my lash lift around this. Um, excuse you. I spent way too much money. I got false lashes on. I shaved my legs. I put lotion on. Like, no. Yeah. You're n- I refuse. You. I refuse. I refuse your cancellation. Denied. You're n- denied. denied. <gasps> <laughs> I'm going to start using that. Denied. <laughs> like, if they're like, I need to reschedule. I'm like, um. Your vacation request your, has been denied. Your vacation has been denied. You will still be um attending. I expect you still show up for work. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you so much. Thank Love you. you. I'll see you soon. <laughs> I'll be there soon. That's the best. I'll just like, um, I'll be there in 15. Um, that's not going to fly with me. Um, so I'll see you in 20 minutes. Thank you so much. But I think it's important to really communicate that too. Like if you're not getting that in your like dating experience with a person or whatever, like be upfront and be like, Hey, like, you know, I'm the type of person where like, I'm super busy and I like to plan things for the week. Like, even if it's like a day or two early, like, just let me know. Yeah. Like I need to know a time. I need to know a day so that I can prioritize the rest of my time around that and if they can't give that to you then like maybe maybe that yeah. maybe that's just not like it's one thing it. if you're in a committed relationship it's like yeah like we both have our own lives and it's busy and everything yeah. like that and like and blaine and i are sometimes like he'll be like i'll let you know like i get off work at this time like i'll let you know after i wake up like because he works swing shifts so like a lot of times we will have the whole like i'll let you know but i've been dating him for almost two years so yeah. like i'm fine with that and it's also like you're aware of each other's schedules and he makes the effort to make it up to you if oh, he has to absolutely. cancel and it's vice versa yeah. yeah it's when you're still trying to court me yeah no like no like if you don't make the effort to make like, it up to me you can't like for instance if someone were to cancel and or reschedule the first date no, you don't get us. You know, you like, don't get a chance. Like, I'm sorry. I cleared my schedule for this. You're canceling on me like the day of, like the day of, or like a couple hours before. No. Like, no, you're done. No, like, no. At sorry. least in my opinion, because I think that that would be like that's either like an excuse. To me, that's an excuse. Yeah. 
or like you didn't have the decency to let me know yeah. like sooner. Because I know from me, from my personal experience, um, if I have, if because I've done that to guys before, is because I'm not 100% sure about you. Yeah. If I'm sure about you and I like you and like I'm really interested in getting to know you, I will show up. I will be there. I will move my schedule around to make sure that I can be there for that date. Yeah. Like, my per- me and Hannah had this discussion earlier. My- I prefer my first dates, and I prefer all dates to be on Friday nights. She's a Friday night girl. I'm a Saturday night gal. We had this whole discussion about it. It's interesting. Let us know which one. Which one do you prefer? Friday I nights? I prefer Friday or nights Saturday because nights. it's something for me to look forward to. Yeah. Like to get to kind of get through like the work day mm-hmm. and everything. And then like we have all day Saturday to hang out, which yeah. don't say that you don't. <laughs> I'm biting my tongue. It's fine. <laughs> like I have hung out with men before the, the next day. Thank you very much it's fine um i believe you it's just like a kind of it's a time for me to relax and kind of like go stress that's why i prefer something before friday nights regardless i think that like if this is like a couple dates in and you had to cancel on me a couple days prior fine make an effort to reschedule cancel on the day of red flag i think if it's the first date i'm done like that's it yeah i think if it's a couple dates in for me like, I think working in healthcare has kind of, like, mm-hmm. given me, made me very empathetic. I'm, like, way too empathetic. Like, mm-hmm. I will, if I see someone cry, I start crying. It's really, really annoying. Ew. And, like, no. that Ariana Grande TikTok that, you know, Ew. she was no. like, no, that's God. annoying. That's annoying. <laughs> that's so annoying. That's, that's so, so disgusting. Annoying. I'm not, oh, no. Let me pull myself back where she's, like, crying on stage. She's like, no, I'm not crying. Um, I think I'll, like, maybe let one time slide. Yeah, one because, time. Yeah, because, right. That's why I said red flag. Yeah, because like things do happen, and yes. like I've had to cancel on you before. Like I've had to cancel yes. on my boyfriend before. So like, if it's a couple dates, if it's the first date though, for me, like first date, I, if you're, I'm not a priority yeah. to you, and therefore I'm not going to waste my time yeah. with you. First Sorry. date, deal breaker. Yeah, a couple dates in, red flag. Red flag. I agree. I, you like, do it a second mm, time, deal yeah. breaker. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Perfect. It's just because it's ta- it's coming from a when you've da- you've dated way more than me, so I don't yeah. I don't feel like I'm the best person to give but like, no, that like, kind of advice. I've but. done it. Like I, I just coming from my personal brain. Like whenever, like I, it takes a lot for me to take like, to go out actually on a first date with somebody. I, yeah. So if you go, you're ser- you're serious yeah, about it. You're not just like I, playing games. I'm not just saying this to be like. <laughs> I talk to like a lot of guys. Yeah. I if I open my hand you right now, go I, out on a handful of dates though. Yeah. Compared to who, how many guys you might talk to. Yeah. Okay. I I think I have. If I check my hand right now, I probably have like seventy people waiting for me to like see if I like them back. Like I'm not just saying that to be like, oh my god, I'm so wanted. Like so many guys want me. Um, one, I don't check my social media enough to see that. Second of all, um, I it takes a lot for me to like want to like actually like go on a date with you actually continue to have a conversation with you if i actually like you most of the time i'll make the first move because um i'm not i'm not here to play games yeah, like, i was gonna say you're not here to play games that shows you're actually serious and interested yeah. so um and like i said like i have said this before on the podcast like i have never not since 2012 have i chased after a man um all the other guys have come to me and i usually will just like if you want to get me on a date from a dating app, first off, you better ask me on that first time we're talking um, because I will forget about this. I will never. I, I only get my dating apps when I'm bored and lonely. So um, if you want to take advantage of me feeling bored and lonely, ask me on a date that day. Otherwise, likelihood of it happening is not going to last. Um, with the actor, for example, I love to bring this story up. So 
homeboy slid into my DMs on Super Bowl Sunday, right, this year. And immediately, immediately, I knew that he was sliding my DMs because he liked me and wanted to go on a date with me. He didn't say anything like that. He's just like, oh, man, like, I know we were supposed to be in that film together, but, like, I'm so sad that it didn't work out. This was back in, like, November that we yeah. were supposed to be in this film together. And it's just, like, yeah, it's February. Yeah, like, this, like, random comment like, just to, like, yeah, I was like, say something. My first thought was, okay, so, like, when are we going on this date? <laughs> I would have cackled if you had said, all right, so what day and time? Like, well, let me when know. Like, when are we- it took him a month to finally get the courage to ask me out on it. I was like, but that's the thing. Any other guy would have never tolerated giving them a time, like even entertained this conversation to keep continuing. Because um, it was all happening. He had my number, but it wasn't, but it was mostly happening over Instagram DM. I mm-hmm. guess because he didn't like feel like we were on that level that we could text about this. Yeah. Um. So he just kept signing my Instagram DMs. And then finally, like a month later, he was like, so like, do you want to get drinks? Um. This is before all the bars shut down. So yeah, I mean like any other guy, like if I'm entertaining this conversation, then I'm interested in you. If... I am not interested in you. I'm not going to keep talking to you. And that's just because, like, one, like, if you're not, I, I don't, I will not sit there and tolerate talking to somebody on my Instagram DMs, on Snapchat, or on the dating apps. Like, as for my number, like, I will not, unless I like you. <laughs> I'm not tolerating it. And I only, I, I don't, I don't ever tolerate Snapchat conversations. I'll put that out right there. But like the only way I ever see something like that continuing, like the musician that I dated, we met on Hinge and we talked for like a couple days. That was just because like, I want to get his vibe first before I gave him my full on number. Uh, and just cause I wasn't 100% sure about him a little bit. And then yeah. I needed the extra time before I felt comfortable giving somebody like my number. But yeah, I don't usually tolerate long conversations on dating apps um, because it just feels like you're just here for validation in a way, and I'm not here to tolerate that. Like, yeah, no. Like, oh, I'm here for validation. I'm so glad I dodged the da- dating apps. God, you're so lucky. <laughs> oh, my God. Truly. This just sounds so over. I would be so overwhelmed. <laughs> you would. But I think one of the most important things when it comes to raising your standards is enjoying, like, the solo life enjoying the single life yeah like i said before it's so much more worth it to be happy single than be miserable in a relationship that you know like you don't see yourself like ending up at the altar with i guess you could yeah. say one of the key things in this book is when she starts making time for the things that she does when she's solo she will replace it with him she cancels a hair appointment for a date with him she stops going to the gym after work to accommodate seeing him. All these things involve like changing your life to create more time for him when instead of trying to move your life around to accommodate him, he should try to find a way to fit into your already established routine. Because when you're enjoying your life, they're going to be more attracted to you. It's just simple basic math. I mean, I stay busy, so I don't have time to like be inside my head <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. We don't like to be there sometimes. <laughs> yeah, who does? But I think like one of the attraction principles is if you allow your rhythm to be interrupted, you'll create a void. Then to replace what you give up, you'll start to expect and need more from your partner. And I've seen this a lot with myself. I think with the doctor, that was around the same time that I stopped doing YouTube videos. And that was a natural just like fade out. Like I was kind of getting tired of doing it. And then 
I started dating him. And so I just stopped doing it so I could, you know, spend more time with him. And then it was almost like a void I was creating and um, my life to kind of accommodate him for in a way. And I didn't have like a hobby at the time that I was like loving. I really didn't have a hobby at the Mm -hmm. time because that was before the podcast. That was my hobby was doing YouTube. And I really missed it. I missed production. I missed photography of it. And then this podcast has definitely became a hobby for me. And it's been something that I I think we both have just loved. It's been a passion for us for. And it's been something that we have committed ourselves to. And we refuse to bend anything for somebody else, especially like catering to a guy or anything like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've gone on dates with guides who know about the podcast. And yeah. they've been like, as long as it's in the podcast, I'm like, you have to be okay with that kind of thing. I mean, there's some guys I'm not, like, like I said, like I redacted a lot of stuff about the actor because he's yeah, still in my gonna, life. Yeah, but you're not going to like come on here, put him on blast. No, like I mean, he's still in my say life. Say their names. Yeah. yeah, you're just going to tell the story. Yeah, you know. So and like I do that respect. I don't say their names. Exactly. I give them a nickname. Exactly. And all that kind of stuff. I mean, like if you know my life, you fucking know my life, and you're going to figure out who the hell it is just off context clues. Yeah. But like I don't expect all y'all to be fucking detectives at the same time. <laughs> but I, I I think it's just when you live your life and you don't worry about like whether or not like oh my god am I going to end up a alone or like am i gonna end up uh you know an old maid i guess you could say <laughs> i think you live a more beautiful life and people will just naturally be attracted to you once i mean hang out with you i mean that's just friends alone uh-huh. i think yeah when you have a more well-rounded life people just are naturally attracted to you because they see how well that you are doing for yourself that they want to be a part of it and i mean that's what ultimately you're looking for you're not looking for somebody to kind of fill in this part of your life that's missing you're looking for somebody to just come along with the for the ride yeah that's how i like to look at relationships in a way like i'm already great on my own i just need to like i just you know want somebody to spend my time with and share share the journey with like i'm not asking for you to take over as a driver's seat i'm actually gonna hop in the passenger seat and just come along with me yeah no definitely i mean like in any relationship like you you guys should be best friends yes like i think that's a really important thing too it's like if you don't get along if you don't get along with your person like <laughs> so yeah i mean i think one of the key things for raising your standards is to never stop living your life this book says take a class develop a hobby meet people you're only as interesting as the depths of your own entrance the mere fact that you are content with your life keeps you interesting you are happy with him or without him and that keeps you just outside his reach Ooh, that's good yeah I really think that, like, you don't need to be this person. You don't need to be everything for him. Like, I... I you can't I, be. If you no. if you think that you're going to be, you're going to be severely disappointed because, like... It's going to only lead to disrespect, too. Because if you're trying to, like, be his therapist, be his mother, like, all these things, like, you're going to be unhappy and he's never going to feel fulfilled mm-hmm. because he's going to look for you to be everything in these other areas aspects of his life he's gonna look for you to be the betty crocker like in the kitchen <laughs> like he's gonna look for you to be this goddess and like yeah he's gonna look for you to be his mother when he yeah. needs him when he's emotional and it's just like you are not all these different facets you are yeah. only like one person and he needs a therapist not a girlfriend <laughs> well it makes me think of uh in taylor swift's new song peace on her folklore album she says the lot like it's it's such an underrated song and like if you haven't listened to it you really need to listen to it it's it's one of my favorites on the album but she says the two lines like would it be enough if i could never give you peace and so i think that's like really interesting because it's like you're not going to be like you're not going to fix this person you're not going to be a place of 
peace for them necessarily. Like they're still going to have struggles. They're still going to have hard days. They're still going to have issues. And like, you have to be okay with the fact that like you cannot fix them and you're not going to be this like savior for them. Like you're only going to be there like as a support. And like, like you said, like to be along for the ride and to be there when they do need you. But like, you can't, like you can't fix everything for them. You're not Bob the Builder. You're not Bob. We're coming up with stickers, you guys. We're going to have that as a sticker. I got to figure out a way. We're going to do it. We can have Scoop, Muck, and Dizzy, and Rolly, too. My brother was obsessed okay. with Bob the Builder. Like, I could still sing the, sing the theme song. Okay. All right. Well, we're not going to do that on today's episode. Um, if anybody else had to watch Bob the Builder with their younger brothers, let me know. But, I mean, I think that there's so many things that girls do because they just don't want to be lonely. Oh, 100%. I mean, I, I hate being lonely. Coming from the nice girl number one. Coming from a quality time gal. Oh, God, yeah. Like, I really struggle with... I, sometimes I like my alone time, but like when mm-hmm. I feel lonely, lonely, like... I, that, no, I fully not agree. I'm an only child. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know tell. what that's like. I have no idea what that's like. I'm the uh, oldest child, so... So, I mean, I've been alone all my life. That, like, there are times I need my alone time because, I mean, that's all I was used to growing up. And so I am very extroverted, but, you know, sometimes at night, like, I like being by myself. Yeah. I like, you know, doing my own thing, reading a Do book. Do you gain energy from being... I gain energy about being around being people. With people. Yeah, because I was alone so much that gotcha. I, I was always desperate to be around other friends, stuff like that. But I've also been in a situation where I've gone on bachelorette trips. Uh, where I'm surrounded by seven girls, and, and I'm like, Whoa, I "This need, is what it's like to have sisters." I'm like, "I need, I, I just want to go home. I just want my bed I by myself wanna, to close my door." Oh my god, <laughs> I went a bachelor. I love, and I went on a bachelor trip last year. Great time All, with so many girls that I loved. Yeah, but it looked it, fun. But at the end of it, I was like, "I need to be alone for like a day." I don't want to need talk a to whole anybody. day of hibernation really quick. <laughs> like I, I, I felt what it was like to have sisters <laughs> in that moment, and I'm glad I don't have any. <laughs> it's a fun time, but I think when you are in that state of feeling lonely and you are just desperate, and I don't mean it in a bad way because I feel for you, um, when you are just really craving this person's affection and this attention, you end up rewarding bad behavior, and. That is something that I don't think a lot of people do on purpose. It's often an accident, but you have to stop doing that. And that's a part of raising your standards is calling that shit out when you feel like you've been mistreated, when you feel like someone has done you wrong. Relationship, friendship, no matter what the fuck it is, like you are not the nice girl in the doormat that's going to allow that. Like you have to level the fuck up or else people are going to continue to do it. And women, I feel like often, like, they make the mistake of going down, like, this beaten path of, like, catering to a man, even when they feel taken for granted, just because they don't want, like, them to leave. And trust me, I have been there. That's why I compromised on a shitty fucking relationship, because I wanted to be that happy helper, a hamburger happy helper. Wanted to be Bob. (laughs) Always comes back to Bob, Emily. But, like, he doesn't value you then. Mm Mm-mm. He sees that he can get away with doing this shit and treating you like a fucking doormat. And he won't respect a woman who automatically goes into, like, this overdrive to please him. Like, he already has a mom. Mm -hmm. He doesn't need another one. He doesn't need another one, yeah. No. But I think, like, back to what you said, if you don't call someone out on their bullshit, like, they're going to continue to do that to you. And I think that's, like, a really important part of trying to raise your standards is to figure out, like, what you're willing to 
accept as far as like people walking over you or people mistreating you or whatever that might look like for you. If you don't tell them, like, like you said, Emily, like if you don't tell them, even if it's your friend, if it's your parents, if it's your sister, if it's your boyfriend, whomever it is, they're not going to know. Like, like we've said a million times on the podcast, we cannot fix it and they cannot fix it if they do not know. Yeah. So it's better. And it, and if they don't like it, then like, bye. Yeah. Like I called a guy out that I was dating once. I was like, you know, Hey, I like that you want to see me this often, but I need you to like kind of schedule this like a couple of days in advance because I have a lot going on right now. And this just like a couple of hours ahead of time is just not going to fly with me. He's like, no, totally fine. Like he was not offended at it at all. Oh, and I was yeah. like so worried that he was going like, to take it the wrong yeah. way. And he's like, no, totally fine. Like this was kind of just like, I just had a couple hours free it'll be nice to see you but like if you're busy totally fine i can figure out a a nice little time for us to hang out and like actually have a longer time together yeah i was like thank you i appreciate that yeah i had that same conversation with my boyfriend about how i i just like kind of needed to know so i could like i said like kind of prioritize and like use the rest of my day like if we were going to hang out at five like okay well i had like x amount of time to get some other stuff done so that i could figure it out and like he was so receptive to it and like it's been it's made the world of a difference for me because yeah. I felt like I was wasting time just like waiting around, mm-hmm. like like being ready to just like go. And yeah. so I was like, no, we need to like for me, maybe you're fine with that. I'm fine with spontaneity a couple of times, like yeah. randomly yeah. sporadic. I need structure. I'm so type A, like yeah, you are. Yeah, I bought are. a $60 agenda. Like, oh my God. 2020's been shit. Why do you have that? Because I still need to write <laughs> deadlines. I'm such a, like, I'm such a, I'm such a planner girl. So, but like, if you, sh- you have to show that you won't accept mistreatment because that is how you keep his respect. That is how you keep your power. And that is what we're trying to get to. That's the entire fucking point of this episode is holding on to your power by worrying, like, how this person's going to, like, take this. You're automatically giving them too much power. Like, but just put it out there. And if they recept- if they take it in the wrong way, then you still hold on to your power. Like, it's not your fault or how they take that. It's you're just telling them, like, hey, this is what I want. This is my standard. This is what I this is how I feel like I deserve to be treated. If you can't level up to that, then we're not here. And these were things that like I thought were really hard because I didn't want to ever offend anybody. I feel like I was stepping on anybody's toes. So like, for example, I, like I said earlier, like I like to be talked to every single day. And I was talking to this one person like every single day. And then like for like two days, I didn't get a text message. And I was like, and I like asked them questions. Like I need to know answers to. And I was like, look, I understand that you're busy. It doesn't take that long for you to reply to these questions. I'm simply just asking you like a yes or no question. And like, I felt the need, like I need to explain my trauma. I don't know why, because like the doctor, like he would, he would like honestly like hold out from texting me as a form of punishment and stuff like that. And I was like, I, I don't have to explain my trauma. Like, this is just my standard. You either accept that or not. Like, regardless of like why I'm, why I have the standard. You don't, that's the thing too. When you set standards, you don't have to explain why you're sa- like stating them. Yeah. And you I think no you no yeah. one you don't owe that explanation to anybody. Ooh. You just have it. Yeah. Like if you were trying if someone's trying to win you over, that's the thing. Like you just have to establish it and mm-hmm. they will either level up to it or they will back out like a fucking coward. Yeah. And I think there's like there's so many respectful ways to set your boundaries. Like I don't feel like you have to necessarily be like it's this or that. Like I feel like you can be like, "Hey, like I just want you to know like 
I, you know, kind of, this is my expectation. And yeah. I feel like whenever you present it and maybe and don't, that but sort don't of apologize way, you don't want to apologize. I'm so bad about saying sorry. Like today I went to Duncan to get my dad a coffee. <laughs> like I just need to use this as an example because she forgot to give me my, my cream on the side. And so I said, Oh, like I needed cream. Like, can I get some on the side? Sorry. And I was like, why am I apologizing? I ordered it and oh, yeah. and they forgot it. Why yeah. am I apologizing? Because so it's such a female standard. It's such a, like, it's ingrained in me. I say sorry yeah. probably 10 to 15 times a day. For I no always reason. got on to my class, one of my best friends who was in my class in grad school. She would always apologize before she asked a question. She's like, sorry, I just have one more question. I said, don't apologize. Don't apologize if I have a question because is any man in this room apologizing for a question? No. Nope. No. No. Yeah. So, I mean, definitely don't apologize and don't, like, act like... You're like timid about it. Like be firm. But Take like, up don't, space. But don't be uh, like, I feel like there's a, you want to come across as like, you know, taking up space, being firm and that you're setting a boundary. But I, I still feel like there's like a respectful way to do it so that it will be well received. Yeah. You don't want it to come across as you being like rude. I don't know. I don't know how else to say when that. You, do you know come what I mean? across as like shy or timid about it. It's because like, I feel like you don't believe you deserve that standard. Yes. When you, have you have to have fully confidence. believe mm-hmm. that this is how you deserve to be treated, other people will believe it too. Absolutely. It's, yeah. And if you don't are like, oh, I don't have confidence. Like I'm super shy about it. Like I'm just worried. Fake it till you make it. That's honestly how I got the confidence I had today. You just fake it, and then you will automatically trick your brain into believing that you were the best, baddest bitch out there. Like, yeah, the chairman, the main character, like all of those things. Just trick yourself into believing that you're Megan the Stallion, and then you know things will just fall into your hands. It's fine. But I, I get what you're saying about like don't like when I say like be a bitch. Like I just mean like just be in control of the situation. Feel like you are. Megan Fox and like like do you think Megan Fox would tolerate this shit? She's out there living her best life with MGK and I am living I am for it. Loving <laughs> I love their them. I it's love fine. her Machine Gun Kelly so much. I but love like them. do you think she allows Machine Gun Kelly to treat her like shit? No, she's Megan fucking Fox. He probably washes her feet. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> washes her feet. What is Honestly? up with the feet in our like podcast? Like <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> hey, I mean, if it gets us fans and it gets us money, I'm here for it. <laughs> oh my goodness. But you just have to really like treat it like you are the baddest bitch of the land. And that confidence and those standards will naturally flow from it, I think. Yeah. And if you are worried about stepping on people's toes, don't be. Like, you deserve to take up space. You are amazing. You're inspiring. You're powerful. And, yeah, bad bitches take up space. They can get the fuck over it. And if they truly care about you, they want they want to know. They yeah. want to know what you want, especially, what you desire. Like, especially if you're dating, you're early, in early stages of dating, like, they want to know how to, like, impress you. And if, like, setting these standards and showing, like, how you feel like you deserve to be treated – They'll figure out ways so they can go above and beyond that. If they really like you and they really want to be with you, they will figure out a way to express that love to you so that you know that you are they like you and like they can do their best job because I'm sure I haven't seen it, but like I'm sure that there are men out there that, you know, if a woman's like, Hey, like this is how I feel like I deserve to be treated, this is what I my standards are, they'll be like, Okay, okay, cool. So like I need to do that if I really want to impress her. They're like men just remember men date who they can women date who they want and like when you just work off that mentality like you just give yourself all the power never let a man take away your power no matter what that's my closing statement (laughs) 
But, I mean, that was just a little touch into this book. There is many other topics that are in it that I feel like we want to dive into because it's really, truly interesting. You guys loved it when we dived into the He's Just Not That Into You book. And I think we're going to continue the series and keep diving into this more and more. So if you guys want to hear anything else from it, please let us know. This, I felt like, was a really good episode to follow up with the narcissist episode that we had just done. And it really kind of leads into next week episodes, too. Which we're so so excited excited about. about. It's still a surprise because we have a very special guest coming on our podcast next week and we've already recorded the episode actually mm-hmm. but um we know you guys are gonna love it so we're kind of holding that out for you but we thought this was going to be a really like funny motivating episode for you guys and following last week's episode which was a little bit deeper and yeah i feel like everybody just needs to hear this right about now yeah yeah i think so too so i guess our survival tip for this week would be ask for what you want and what you deserve don't be afraid stop being the yes girl and if someone disrespects you speak up and so that does it for today's episode of the gals guide make sure to follow us on instagram at the gals guide pod also like us on facebook at the gals guide and become a gal scout in our facebook community you can also hit us up on our website thegalsguidepod.com and our personal social media which will be linked in the show notes also please leave us a review on itunes it really does help us out and we will feature it on our instagram stories so thanks for listening gals and we hope you come back for our next journey At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.